This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Mount Park. Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Saber production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we have an episode for you about lettuce. Yes. Oh, the puns. The puns. <laughs> um, also, this was a tough one we were talking about before, as we usually do. It's just a lot of side quests, as you put it, Lauren, with this one. Yeah, um, because lettuce is is a really broad term, as it turns mm-hmm. out, um, and and there's really like a like an origin story of every well known varietal of lettuce yes. that we could have gone into, but I think but I think are probably their own ep- episodes or mini episodes or would fit better into something else that's related. Yeah, so so yeah, um, uh, it's not an episode about like Caesar salad. It's not. Ooh. It's not an episode about the 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 evil bib family legacy um <laughs> yeah Ooh. which is a sentence that i didn't know i was going to have to say until uh annie wrote a note in here about it but <laughs> yeah more on that in a second yeah uh yeah because it was kind of like oh goodness i could talk about this specific varietal or this one or this one or this one or this one and then it's too much and it's the holidays we're coming out of <laughs> oh. and you know it's like it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, yeah. We're coming um, out of the holidays. We are now in the holidays. Um, yes. <laughs> Honestly, yes. <laughs> um, was there any particular impetus behind this one? You know, I, I was I was going through uh, towards the end of last year, and I was picking all of these topics, and it was all of these rich, heavy foods that, you know, we really associate with the holidays and with mm. celebrations. And I was like, would it be funny to follow up, like, 
cream liqueurs with lettuce. Would that be <laughs> amazing and hilarious? And wouldn't it be great to talk about? So yeah, yeah, that's how yeah. It, that's how it happened. Yeah. Uh, and I, I believe we mentioned this. It's all a blur. The holidays, as you said. But yeah. We had our, our company holiday party, which was a interesting experience, as it always is. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there was a lot of leftover pizza and salad at the end of the night, mm-hmm. which ended early. And I actually, I loved it. But um, oh, yeah. I, took, I took home like half a like party 10 of salad. I love salad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was like, 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 right. Like a, like, like a solid, like, like half tray. Yes. Of heckin' salad. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I took home at least one whole pizza. So <laughs> we were doing our duty. We, we were. were we were, duty. we were helping. <laughs> we not, Absolutely. We're always here to help at parties if you need food or drink to get going. Absolutely. We're there for you. Yeah. Um, but that was when I did eat all the salad. Uh, oh, good for you! Oh, mm-hmm. I've 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 let so many aspirational boxes of salad <laughs> rot in my fridge. I feel like I have a lot of friends that have a similar like. Every time I buy a bag of lettuce, it's gonna go bad, and I can't help it. I'm like, well, I mean, I understand it will go bad very quickly. <laughs> it does. It does. The thing is, is that I hate bottled salad dressing, and oh, uh-huh. uh, and so I refuse to buy it. But also, if I'm like looking at that tub of lettuce and I like need a meal so that I yeah. don't murder everyone, I'm not going <laughs> to stop and make my own salad dressing. So yeah. I should I should know this about myself. But every time, it, again, it's aspirational. I'm just like, right, maybe. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like a character trait. It should be on like your D and D card. <laughs> Always wants a salad. Never will eat one. Actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh yeah, that would be on mine. Uh, I did think of as I mentioned before. I love the show Wellington Paranormal, and reading this uh, research, there's a joke in one of the episodes where there's an alien species who like clones them after the humans of the show uh, in their image. But their one weakness is slugs. And <laughs> it, one of the characters has just a very sad salad uh, for lunch and slugs have infiltrated the salad. And that's how they defeat the alien oh. creatures. And reading through this, uh, yeah, slugs are a real menace. For they lettuce. are. They're a lettuce menace. Like, oh. <laughs> a lettuce menace. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and then... I was reminded, uh, as longtime listeners of the show will know, I love Kale. Um, And one time my ex's mother was telling me about how much she hated Kale and she couldn't believe that I loved it. And she compared it to iceberg lettuce, which I don't. I like iceberg lettuce, but I was like aghast. (laughs) I was like, how dare you? They are different things. They're not the same. Oh, I'm getting yeah. riled up. <laughs> Just thinking they, about it. They are very different creatures. It is true. I'm in no way disagreeing with you. Um, I Was she comparing them in terms of like, it's a boring base for other things or... She said they had no flavor, which I would disagree. Like oh, yeah. whether or not you like the flavor is one thing, but I mm-hmm. would say kale has a very strong flavor. Yeah, much um, stronger than iceberg. Yes, and uh, again, I like iceberg. But I, <laughs> th- look, I'm getting all okay. I'm losing yeah. my words. All right, <laughs> all right. Let me let me bring you back. Um, yeah. 
So, so one of the things that this all made me think of, um, and and then I was I was hanging out with my friend Jed yesterday, and uh, he was like, "Okay, if you're doing an episode on lettuce, you need to talk about let us surprise you," <laughs> which mm-hmm. was this local Atlanta salad bar chain. Um, and I was like, you are correct, I do. Um, and it didn't really fit anywhere else on the outline. So, uh, yeah, I looked into it briefly. It was an Atlanta-based salad bar chain, was formed in 1987, grew to have seven-plus locations um, in Atlanta and in Houston. Um, then, uh, in less than a decade, accrued a debt of $5.4 million, <laughs> was sold mm. to a holding company, and I think is now defunct. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We were... We were discussing before that salad bar is one of my post, well, still a lot of COVID, but after a pandemic mindset, oh, hard to. Seems even shadier know. than before to to do the buffet, yeah. especially cold buffet situation. Yeah. 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 Uh, my mom and I, uh, we used to go to one. It was next to a Best Buy and I lived uh, in a small town. So when we made the journey to the Best Buy, uh, we would go to. Let us surprise you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I lived near to one of the other locations. And so I I, I think I went literally once, maybe twice. I'm not, mm. I have to say, I'm, I, I wasn't a big, big on the salad bar trend. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was always like, I can make my own salads. Like, Right, right. That was one of the interesting things about my dad. He had he had a lot of food choices that me, myself, I was kind of like, huh, which I'm sure he had about me as well. Um, but he would always pay extra money to get the salad bar for his meal. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Not, al- not always. I would say the restaurants we did that, it was frequently like you could upgrade to mm-hmm. your side items could be just the salad, the salad bar, bar as opposed to yeah. other things. Oh, that was always such a thing. What a weird. Yeah. I think we did briefly touch on all of this in our salads episode, mm-hmm. but we really should do like a specific like buffet salad bar. Yes. Yeah. I okay. Uh, so, <laughs> spe- speaking of, yes, you can see our salad episode. Yes, which I wrote down twice because I this was a throwback episode. We did this a while back mm-hmm. um, and I forgot we did it twice during this outline. <laughs> I was like, I think we've talked about salad. And I looked it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, we did. And then I came back and revisited it. I was like, I think we've talked about salad. And I looked it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, we did. And I already looked up that we did. Um, <laughs> you can also see arugula. Sure. Um, our rocket, as it's called. Rocket salad. Uh-huh. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Um, I would say briefly humors are mentioned in here. Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And as you kind of mentioned, Lauren, you can check out Stuff You Missed in History Classes episode on lettuce, slavery, and the bib legacy, which goes into how uh, bib lettuce is related to um, all of those things and much more in depth than we're even going to approach in this Oh, episode. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in general, um, uh, Stuff You Missed in History Class does a superb job. If you do not already listen to them, um, you yeah, check them out. They're great. They're great humans, too. Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, but I guess that brings us to our question. I finally, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, lettuce. What is it? 
well, uh, lettuce is an encompassing term for a lot of different varieties of, of these plants that grow with, with relatively short heads or clusters of broad, thin leaves, uh, which we harvest and mostly eat raw um, as the main body of salads. Uh, those leaves come in colors from whitish to yellow to green to red to purple and have a, a crisp or even crunchy texture um, and a flavor that can range from mild to strongly uh, vegetal or herbal or sweet or bitter in various combinations. Um, they're like a, they're like a real delicate cabbage that like went and got a blowout um they're uh they're like they're like okay um did you ever do that thing like sort of as a joke where you wrapped a present for someone in like layers and layers and layers of boxes and paper they're unwrapping for like 10 minutes and like maybe in the center it's just more paper <laughs> yeah. lettuce is like that but like delicious <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's somehow delicate and it can pack such a punch, but also in a way that's like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it would be filling, I guess, but it's so flavorful or it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. I do love it. I do love it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, botanical name, Lactuca sativa. Uh, lettuces are a part of the large Asteraceae, or sunflower, family uh, related to artichokes and dandelions, and you can see our episodes on those. Um, a, a lettuce plant, though, will have a, a single short stem from which leaves grow in uh, overlapping clustered rounds at the center. Um, as, as the leaves grow and get older, they form an outer layer around the new leaves that spring up from that stem. And lettuces come in, in two basic types, uh, headed lettuce, which will grow in these tight ball-like clusters, and uh, loose-leaf lettuce, which does not. Uh, iceberg lettuce is a headed lettuce. Uh, romaine is a type of leaf lettuce, although there are looser varieties. But yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, uh, so, so the leaves can grow uh, relatively flat or sort of scalloped uh, anywhere to full-on roughly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... If you let them grow long enough, um, the, the plant will send up flower stalks that look like the dandelions, like, like maybe like a dandelion crossed with a daisy, which is also part of the Asteraceae family, and will produce uh, uh, seeds with long, floaty bristles, like, like dandelion seeds, um, that will help them disperse. But lettuces are generally harvested before they do that because they turn bitter afterwards. And so, yeah, you just replant them from new seeds every year. If you do let one go to seed, like in your garden, those seeds will not necessarily produce the same variety of lettuce that they came from. I'm pretty sure this is due to their propensity to cross-pollinate. Um, just a yep, side gardening note. Anyway, uh, lettuces do like temperate to cool weathers. And uh, leaves can be harvested from the outer ring off of the stem as needed, uh, which is usually what you do if you've got some in your garden. Or you can cut the whole stem from the root, um, which is usually what happens for sale in a grocery store. And by the way, if you buy one with like a decent bit of stem still attached, you, you can pluck the outer leaves and set it in water and it'll keep growing. Um, though, honestly, like more is sort of a curiosity than like a source of continuing nutrition. Right. I've always been curious about that at the grocery store because you can buy the like living lettuce. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like... Okay. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I it's I think it's just supposed to be fresher than okay. like the same way like like living flowers are, you know. Yeah. Mm. 
It'll last a little longer in your fridge, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I've always been curious about it. I'm like, living. (laughs) Yeah, the the, the way that you said that, you were like, is it a Frankenstein's monster? (laughs) Is it alive? Is this like a shop of little horrors thing I need to worry about? What's going on here? (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh... Anyway, uh, yes, uh, the, the, the leaves are usually um, separated and chopped or torn and served raw in salads, often with other vegetation as an accompaniment. Um, sometimes a whole head, though, might be sliced or quartered and served like that, maybe given like a quick grill to develop some of the sweetness or bitterness. This is a thing that I had not had until maybe like five years or so ago, and it changed my life. It's so good. So delicious. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Huh. Um, Mm -hmm. The leaves can also be used as a a wrap or a scoop for other foods, um, sometimes used as a substitute for for grain products like breads or rice. And again, you know, depending on the variety, they might be more of like a like a textural element of a dish meant to allow uh, rich or bright flavors or or creamy or crumbly textures to, to really pop. Or, yeah, they might add a distinct flavor of their own. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> the scoop thing is another side quest I almost went on because you can buy like at stores, you can buy lettuce wraps or lettuce cups now mm-hmm. and just that whole blowing up of that. Uh, I did not go on that quest, but we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There there are some dishes like some of my my, my favorite like Thai salads often yeah. come with that kind of lettuce scoop situation. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so good. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Which, by the way, I had. Uh, Thai papaya green salad. Yeah? Uh, oh, what did you it. think? It was so good. Ah, <laughs> I love it. I thought you would like it. Oh, it yay. So <laughs> I saw it on a menu. As I said, I think I said in that episode, my little brother is vegetarian, and mm-hmm. that means we eat a lot of Thai food when he comes to visit. And when he came to visit, <laughs> I saw on the menu, I was like, nope, I'm getting it. And it was so good. Oh, Very yay. happy. <laughs> <laughs> But it did have like the salad scoop, a salad, like a leaf scoop situation. It was very good. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Well, uh, speaking of, I guess, what about the nutrition? Uh, By itself, lettuce is pretty good for you. Uh, Lots of fiber, spread of vitamins and minerals and uh, good stuff in general. As with most vegetables, um, the, the deeper the color um, the more nutrients it's going to contain. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it'll help fill you up. I'd say to keep, keep you going, pair it with a, with a protein, a little bit of fat, which is also how it's sort of delicious. So yeah. Uh, I will say extracts of lettuce leaves and seeds have long been used as a sleep aid and for pain relief in folk medicines in various places around the world. Um, and, uh, research has showed that, that lettuces do actually contain a couple of compounds that can help with those things. Uh, Fresh lettuce does not contain enough to really make a difference. Um, More on that in the timeline. Uh, Again, save or motto uh, before ingesting medicinal qualities of anything, you should consult with a, a medical professional who is not us because bodies are complicated and more research is required. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have some numbers for you. We do. Yes, I would say the first one goes back to our point made at the top. Yeah. Uh, there are hundreds of types of lettuce. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
California grows about 75% of the U.S.'s lettuce crop. Um, yearly U.S. salad consumption was 25.8 pounds per person in 2015. Wow. Yeah. That same year, U.S. lettuce production was valued at $1.9 billion. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of like what like a pound of salad really looks I like. I feel like that tray I took home from the party might have been it. And that's all. Oh, that's that's multiple pounds of salad in there. I promise. Like like based on my like salad bar. I, I mean, especially once you get into the other vegetables and the dressing. Yeah. 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 There was cheese in there. Oh, that's yeah. a good salad. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there have been several lettuce recalls in recent years. Yeah. yeah. Um, because lettuces are almost always eaten uncooked, there is more of a danger zone for, for pathogens to make their way from, you know, farm to table with lettuce than with a lot of other vegetation. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of become a, a source of the butt of a lot of jokes. Um <laughs> But uh, James Beard once said, in defense of lettuce, um, many people damn it, but it adds good flavor and a wonderfully crisp texture to a salad. It's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, I think lettuce, there's a lot of factors going into whether or not a lettuce is going to taste good. (laughs) I've had some bad lettuce in my day, but I've had some excellent lettuce in my day. Yeah, my like my like platonic ideal of a lettuce is so nice. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Well, no. <laughs> people have I would say generally loved lettuce through a lot of history actually. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and we are going to get into that history section as soon as we get back from a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressings, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. So, yes, lettuce has been around a long, long time. Um, Since at least 4,000 BCE, people have been developing new types of lettuce, uh, though there is some confusion around it because a lot of similar plants were referred to as lettuce throughout history. Um, Uh So the early timeline on this one is a bit all over the place. But here we go. Um, The first known cultivated lettuce originated in the Mediterranean. Um, The ancient Greeks were probably the first, one of the first at least, to cultivate it. And the ancient Romans followed suit. And the ancient Romans believed that eating it after a meal and before dessert would help them sleep, which I think I talked about in that salad episode, but that's still a belief uh, in in some some cultures, or at least when I was like learning French, that was in my French right. book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for for sure, like I find it super interesting the divide between people who think that salad is a first course and salad right. being a, like a not a final course but next to final. Yeah, right. Uh, and yeah. as a like digestional aid yeah. specifically, mm-hmm. yeah, or helping you sleep. Um, as early as the first century CE, well-off Romans were eating salads that involved lettuce. And yeah, I mean, we didn't really say it, but lettuce is usually involved in salad. <laughs> and salad is possibly an even trickier term than lettuce. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, um, the ancient Egyptians viewed lettuce as somewhat as a fertility aid uh, because of the kind of phallic shape of it and the milky liquid that it produced. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, again, it is related to dandelions. Um, uh, most lettuces that have been bred these days have uh, not a lot of that going on, but but right, yeah, it's definitely yeah. got got a got a sap to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the seeds from the flowers were also pressed into cooking oil. Uh, one of the oldest known varieties, romaine, was featured on ancient Egyptian bas reliefs, um, and for a long time, most grown lettuces were used. Um, more as a medicinal thing for uh, or for the oil from the seeds as opposed to like eating the the leaves or for the the milky liquid secretion. Sixth hmm. uh, century BCE Persian kings were said to have enjoyed lettuce. So it was around. People were eating it. Uh-huh. But there, yeah, the record is a bit murky. So the next thing I have on here isn't until 1562, which is when lettuce started showing up on English tables as something of a luxury item. Uh, those that could afford it quickly planted it in their gardens, viewing it as a cooling agent in terms of the humors, which is why I kind of recommended that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And because of this, many recommended eating it with something acidic. Huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's also tasty, but sure. It, yeah, it is. That's kind of how, at least for me, that's how I usually eat it. Um, lettuce has been grown in the Americas since colonial times. In the 17th century, some people used fresh lettuce as an aphrodisiac, though this is one of the very, very few things I've seen that was once listed as killing your sex drive. Right. However, oh. I found the original, well, I found what I used as the source in that episode, which I think was salad. 
Um, uh huh. Yeah. And I'm not sure it might have been a joke. Oh no. I don't understand old timey <laughs> humor, Lauren. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> but it it was implying that it would kill your sex drive. Maybe someone who understands old humor better can help me out. <laughs> can can you can you give us can you give us like the quote? Like where like do you do you have it? Is it is it around? So uh a friend of ours, Alex, uh, who's a producer on a bunch of shows, um, has been on this show, used to edit this show. He gave me this joke book, and there is a joke about lettuce in it from the 14th century, I think. Um I'm not sure if it's the same one I used in the episode, but it, because it's in a joke book, okay. I'm like, well, maybe well. I just didn't get the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay. We will look into this further. Yes. It's and, very important. Get, it is very important because, right, it was like literally the only thing we had ever seen referred to as not an aphrodisiac. So Yes. Yeah. Yes. And somebody did write in with a counterexample. I remember a listener wrote in and was like, well, oh, I've right. seen references that it is. Which I think maybe a thing can be both, but perhaps, yeah, I just didn't understand the joke. Who knows? Uh, we'll get to the bottom of we this. We will. Oh, yes. we will. Oh, very important to us. Oh. Um, and at the time, it was used for a whole host of medicinal purposes. Um, by the early 19th century, there were 15 recognized varieties of lettuce in Europe and in the U.S. People were making salads using romaine by that time. But okay, let's talk about iceberg lettuce, <laughs> which I think is what comes to mind for many Americans. I would love for listeners from other countries to write in. Yeah. Um, but for many Americans, uh, when you use the somewhat generic term lettuce, I think a lot of us are like iceberg lettuce. Um, mm -hmm. In many ways, the year-long usage of iceberg lettuce in the U.S. was the product of technologies developed for World War II, also World War I, but much more World War II. Um, things like new ways of pest and weed control, fertilizer, production automation, genetic manipulation, and centralized farms and factories. So it's like one of those things where we could have just talked about this, um, which is so cool to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. So iceberg lettuce went into commercial production in the 1940s, though it had been grown before then in the U.S., and it was the mostly eaten vegetable in the U.S., by the 1950s. Um, wow. It was the lettuce. It was, that's what you were talking about. Most of it came from California, where it was grown year-round. By the 1950s, the transportation of chilled iceberg lettuce improved with vacuum technology, so that helped. Um, it was more effective. This, this new technology was more effective than ice, and it was better at preventing spoiling. Ads for cellophane wrap that was frequently used with iceberg lettuce um, from the same decade, promised cleanliness and freshness. That's something else I would love to look into more. Oh, yeah. Um, but behind all of this, a wave of Mexican immigrants were propping up a lot of the growing and harvesting of this product, and most were not protected under labor laws, and it was heavy, physical, and laborious work. And for being... A much bemoaned vegetable, which huh. maybe I, maybe I'm projecting, but that's been my experience. That iceberg lettuce is kind of like 
the sad lettuce. Sure, right. It's always like, oh man, like oh, I'm, I, I paid for the salad and it's got iceberg in it. What are we even doing here? Kind of situation. Yeah. Right. Which again, there are factors in to go. I've had bad iceberg lettuce, but there can be great iceberg lettuce. Absolutely. Hard to agree. Um, yes. And, but as early as 1979, people were nicknaming it the polyester of salad. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like burn, damn. Wow. Um, iceberg lettuce has had a tenacious staying power. Despite that, though, um, lately I've seen a real resurgence of wedge salads, mm-hmm. uh, which is if you haven't seen it, but I bet you have. But basically, a wedge of iceberg, sometimes charred with blue cheese, bacon crumbles, tomatoes, and other seasonings. Um, and this salad is actually credited with the so-called iceberg comeback in the U.S. <laughs> Because we've got to have a name for all these things. We do, <laughs> of course. Uh-huh. And this is partly because America's largest producer of iceberg lettuce, Tanimura and Antle. I tried to look up the pronunciation, but I couldn't find it. So I hope that's correct. Uh, we're close. Which is out of California. Uh, and they were looking to boost icebergs' very soured reputation. So the story goes that they decided the flavor wasn't something they should so much be leaning on. Okay. Fair. So they they ran with nostalgia, um, especially nostalgia around steaks, sports, and fathers. And if you're like me and you're like, what? Huh. <laughs> it's because it used to be a big item on steakhouse menus yeah. in the 1950s. So here is a press release from them. And this was from like the early 2000s, I believe. Mother's Day has strawberries, Thanksgiving has celery, but historically no holiday has been associated with iceberg lettuce. (laughs) What better product to claim ownership of Father's Day than the cornerstone salad of steakhouse menus? (laughs) Yeah, I love that. What better product to claim ownership of Father's Day? Oh, man. Um, Well, big companies got involved like Walmart. Yeah. They advertised the whole thing. And it worked. Though perhaps not because of the whole Father's Day aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good wedge salad is good. I mean, oh, it's, it's just... delightful. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, darker, leafier greens have seen a bigger boost in recent years compared to the fall and bounce back of iceberg, considering what it once <laughs> was. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I will say that um that a that a wedge salad is if it's on the menu at, at like at like a dad bar, like a like mm-hmm. a good solid dad bar, that's what I'm ordering. I'm yeah. excited about it. It's one of those items where I'm always kind of like, yeah, sure, and then I get it. And I'm like, oh yeah. If it's a good one, oh, it can be so aces. Uh huh. Yes, absolutely. Um, here's another rabbit hole for the episode: lettuce bowls, uh, which are bowls that are shaped like lettuce, not made of lettuce. Right. As we were talking about Ceramic or plastic bowl that, or glass, I suppose, right, that Mm -hmm. looks like a head of lettuce. Yes. Uh, I love these very specialty dish items. I really do. Uh, They rose to popularity during the 1960s in the U.S. You can find collectors bidding for them. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Also, you know we love space food. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in 2015, astronauts tasted romaine lettuce that was planted, grown, and harvested entirely on the International Space Station. I believe we talked about that in our space food episode. I think so, yeah. Yeah. We've talked about it in some episode before, but they served it with oil and vinegar, and it was allegedly a big hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. So so lettuce was the first food 
grown and eaten entirely in space. Uh, specifically, they grew a red cultivar of romaine called outrageous. Out outrageous. Yeah, I'm saying that right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, they were testing all kinds of things about how it grew and the nutrients that were produced in it and the microbial action involved. Um, like there were control samples planted here on Earth. That was an entire thing. Um, and furthermore, um, research is ongoing. There's talk about genetically engineering space plants like lettuces um, to contain medicines that human would need continual supplies of during long journeys. Um, like, for example, something to protect against uh, bone density loss in microgravity. Uh, we, we need to do an update on space food for sure. But yes. yeah, so, so cool. Um, and, and also, like, it, it really did go over well. I mean, like, imagine imagine having nothing but, like, the equivalent of, like, microwave or canned food for a month. And then mm -hmm. someone hands you a fresh lettuce leaf. And it's just like, oh, oh thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, I, this is not the same experience at all, but I have friends who were helping me through a rough time and... I very much appreciate them. Heart goes out to them. But they kept buying me all these like really heavy foods. And I just remember breaking down one day and being like, I just want a salad. <laughs> I need a salad. I need like a vegetable. <laughs> I love all the things, but I need, I need a vegetable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I don't totally understand people in space, but I, ki I kind of get yeah. it. Yeah. I, I think, I think most of us have had, I mean, I, I find that to be a very human experience of like, this is great. And yes. <laughs> um, uh, in 2021, hashtag lettuce water trended on TikTok with over 12 million views. Um, and this is what I said I was going to come back to from the nutrition section because this was a thing where people were were making tea or to say and I suppose with uh with fresh lettuce leaves um as a as a sleep aid. And okay. There again there has been research into compounds in lettuces that do act as sedatives and pain relievers, but they have only been studied as, as extracts. You're probably not getting enough from fresh leaves in whatever format whether it's a salad or what I imagine is not a very good tea. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound great. And I love a salad. <laughs> right? Right? I mean, yeah. Hot leaves are... Charred leaves, one thing. Yeah. Hot leaves? I mean, I would, like... I was, I was trying to... I was trying to think about it. And, like, like a, like a wilted salad. Um, or, or, or maybe, like, like, even, like, if you get one of those good Thai salads and, and there's like a layer of romaine chopped on the bottom, like kind of keep, to keep everything else uh, fresh, mm -hmm. um, but it's just been steeping and all of that really good stuff, like mm -hmm. that's delicious. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do, there are ways it can work, but they're very specific ways. Right. Just making tea out of lettuce leaves isn't, I don't, I mean, it, it's, um, probably a fine placebo. Um, so, <laughs> so if someone else does that, just don't tell them. Just don't tell them. If it works for them, that's great. Just don't have make somebody's sure they... listening and like throwing their lettuce tea at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we're My just bad. reporting the facts. My bad. <laughs> I love we've got these random TikTok facts on the episode now. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, listeners, let us know. If you've had it, it's good. It could be. I'm open to things. I'm open. Right? Yeah. I like the research, but I'm open to taste and, you know, try. Sure. Uh, And genetic research is ongoing. Very much ongoing. Oh, yeah. Um, A recent analysis looked into 445 varieties of lettuce from over 47 countries. And another looked specifically at iceberg lettuce. And they created a full genetic map of it. And it was one of those things where it was both... Very, very dense, and I couldn't get past the paywall in a lot of them. Oh, uh-huh. But the title led me to believe that they isolated Iceberg to, like, one specific. <laughs> here, here it is. Yeah. Oh, that path <laughs> Which is of ancestry. Cool. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I never thought I'd say this, but I really think that we need to do a whole episode on Iceberg Lettuce. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Cool. I love how many people looked into it. We're like, we've got to get to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> that's that's our that's our people. That's that's oh yeah. Are. Oh yeah. absolutely. Huh. Yes. And you are also our people. Um we've gotten a lot of great listener mail recently. I cannot wait to share. But if you have any about lettuces, iceberg lettuce or otherwise, uh, we would love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. If you have some photos of lettuce bowls. Um... Yes. <gasps> Yeah, oh, I got so excited about that. Totally. Um, but mm-hmm. but yes, uh, we do already have some listener mail for you, and we are going to get into that as soon as we get back from one more quick break for a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with the snow. snow. 
Meryl. Toss oh, salad. <laughs> no scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did get the stuff to make a salad on my recent grocery cycle run. Oh, um, good for I'm you. Very, very excited good for you. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tracy wrote, I'm currently listening to the artichoke episode and had to write in. Not only are they one of my favorite foods, try dipping the leaves in hollandaise, but you missed one of the most epic food mascots ever. (laughs) Artie the artichoke is the official mascot of Scottsdale Community College in Arizona. Here is a legit.edu article about him. I guess you can schedule him for private events. I have no idea the origins, but it is fun to see Artie merch around the Phoenix area. I'm headed to Italy this coming spring, and I'm excited to try Jerusalem artichokes. I'll report back. Also, just for the sake of heckin' cuteness, here's an update on my puppy, Olive. First pick is her reluctant Halloween appearance as a cowgirl. <laughs> the second from her puppy's school graduation. Oh. Oh. <laughs> It's so cute. Oh, and we have to do food mascots as an episode. But Artie the Artichoke, I think Super Producer Dylan has brought Artie the Artichoke to our attention before. But we were remiss and did Uh, not mention him. I I just Googled and. uh, Right. He's a very friendly looking mascot. I I love Mm. I love a friendly looking sports mascot. I, I like. I like friendly-looking mascots, and I like scary-looking ones from afar. I don't want to be near them. Honestly, they both frighten me. But (laughs) (laughs) Because I know Super Producer Dylan is a big fan of, like, food mascots, and I know he sent us, like, the Raging Okra one. Oh, right. Um, And I found, after that, I went on the hunt and found a list of, like, top ten scariest food mascots, and it was delightful and terrifying, which is what I wanted. So, All right. um... All right. I'll put it on the schedule. (laughs) Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> mm. um, that's wonderful. Uh, okay, Tina wrote uh, Lauren's comment about pop tarts resembling hand pies in the same way that lions are drawn by someone who has never seen a lion inspired this collaborative effort between my husband and me. And attached um, is a like medieval era composition of um of a dude holding uh, a pop tart and and surrounded by these medieval era what are supposed to be lions um <laughs> uh and the and the 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 meme caption is we can has hand pies <laughs> it's beautiful it should be in a museum I laughed out loud <laughs> so hard that I startled my cat. Um, I mean, we should print this. I we, like, need, we need a like epic I guffaws. It's amazing. <sighs> I love it. Oh, you're all so talented, listeners. All right. So talented. Mm. Heck. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you to both of these listeners for writing in. If you would like to write to us, our email is hello at saverpod.com. We are also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at saverpod, and we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way.
episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.